So the most common reason for true vertigo, the room spinning, is BPPV, which is benign paroxysmal positional vertigo. So BPPV for short. Most patients come in and they, they've already done some light Googling or their neighbor or their friend has had a crystal problem. So that mm. BPPV is a crystal problem. Those crystals sit in your inner ear. What happens when BPPV hits is that that crystal dislodges from the the part of the inner ear that it's supposed to be in, and it starts to flow into a semicircular canal in a different part of the oh, vestibular wow. system. This and is like it, a movie. I can see it happening, and it makes yeah. sense why it throws everything off. Ex- you know. Exactly. for another edition of Valley Health Check with Horizon Health, a timely, wonderful segment. I might be a tad bit partial, but it covers a lot of stuff. We encourage you to to browse through all the wonderful segments from the professionals at Horizon Health. Also log on to myhorizonhealth.org to get some information on those guys. But uh, today, I think we're going to talk about a little vertigo, dizziness kind of stuff with uh, Aaron Frank going to lead us off here. Aaron, good to see you. Hi, Kevin. Yep. Thanks for having us back. Today, our special guest is Annie Barrett. Annie is a doctor physical therapy that works in Paris at our main campus in the rehabilitation services department. In true doctor of physical therapy form, she does lots of different kinds of treatments. But today we're going to talk about something that she has a little extra qualification in, which is called vestibular therapy. This sounds kind of like a specialty therapy. Is that appropriate way to put it? Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Um, It is a bit of um, a specialized field for physical therapists. So that just being we have um, some extra training, we've done some more continuing education in that field. Well, that sounds like good stuff to me. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah, good stuff to me. So what field is that? You know, for in layman's terms or the people who it's relevant to, what what is under the vestibular therapy umbrella? First, let's touch on what is the vestibular system. Ooh, yeah. So the vestibular system, it's a sensory system, and we typically pay no attention to it unless something is wrong with it. So the vestibular system, it gives us our sense of equilibrium and balance. Balance. I was going to say balance. Yeah. So when it's not working correctly, we see different problems like vertigo, which is that sensation of the room spinning. Which is awful, by the way. Yes. Sometimes you get sick after that, too. Right. Very debilitating. And then other times it's maybe more subtle changes, like I can't ride the Tilt-A-Whirl anymore. Same, girl. (laughs) Same. Or I would say another common complaint that I hear often is I just feel off. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. You know, it's not necessarily dizziness or vertigo. I just feel off. I've found myself doing that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I kind of yeah. perked up there going, oh, my gosh. I can't I get my to... legs under me. Like, uh, just, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not right. Yeah. yeah. When we're children, we crave input into this system. So, you know, that's why our five-year-old is turning circles in the living room. They're <laughs> hanging upside down off the couch. <laughs> yeah. They want to ride the tilt-a-whirl three times in a row. They do that. Yeah. So that system is constantly getting input when we're little. And then as we get older, we're not doing those things as much, you know? Makes sense. Right. We're working, you know, the last thing we want to do is go jump on the trampoline after being on our feet all day. Right, right. (laughs) So we start to lose... Uh, strength that. in that system. And then there's other diseases or issues that arise that kind of um, trips that trigger. 
Exactly. <laughs> she always comes through with the phrase, right? When you need it. Trips that trigger. I like that. I'm not sure that I, it was the best no, one, it but it got the job done. It works and it probably better the, than anything I would have said. Done. <laughs> got the job done. We've talked about it a little bit. I think vertigo and the dizziness, I think those are the two really big words. And, you know, what's interesting to me, I, I actually just last week, I had somebody telling me that they had an employee... Um, call in for the day, he really struggles with vertigo. And when he has a bit of, a bit of that or a bout of that or a, a day of it, whatever mm-hmm. the terminology is, yeah. it is a debilitating day to the point where it keeps him out of work. Oh, um, yeah. How, My wife's had that. She's been yeah. out days with it. And she's only had it once in her life. Right. And it never, I mean, yes. we now know what it is. How, do, how does that happen? So is it acute? I mean, are there some people that have had one bout in their whole life? And then there are some people who have this chronic condition? Yes and yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so the most common reason for true vertigo, the room spinning, is BPPV, which is benign paroxysmal positional vertigo. So BPPV for short. Okay, <laughs> and yeah. don't wow. make me say that yeah, again. Yeah, really, I, I like it better shorter <laughs> that way. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and that is caused, most patients come in and they, they've already done some light Googling or their neighbor or their friend has had a crystal problem. So that mm. BPPV is a crystal problem. Those crystals sit in your inner ear and they're made of calcium carbonate. So they got a little weight to them. What happens when BPPV hits is that that crystal dislodges from the the part of the inner ear that it's supposed to be in, and it starts to flow into a semicircular canal in a different part of the oh, vestibular wow. system. This and is it, like a movie. I can see it happening, and it makes yeah. sense why it throws everything off. Ex- you know, exactly. This is not productive, but immediately it makes me think of a Magic School Bus episode. Yeah. Do you yes. remember how they yes. would like go investigate something? Yeah. Don't you just see her school bus going through the inner ear? <laughs> totally. I That's love Aaron. We I'm just now sorry. put a bus in someone's ear. <laughs> you know, sorry. they're writing more episodes for that show, so oh, we should submit. I feel like we're yeah. not allowed to endorse things on this show, but I wish we could. <laughs> or maybe we're allowed. I it's the magic yeah. bus. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's a problem. <laughs> I'm really sorry about that. No, like that, uh, not, at <laughs> not at all. I've literally had a visual. Like she yeah. had her hair up and her dress yeah. was on with the ears. And the, that's, I mean, it well, was a full-blown yeah, full episode. Everyone. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so anyway. So once that crystal is comes out of where it's supposed to be and it's floating in that semicircular canal, you will experience vertigo. And when it first happens, it is disorienting. It is scary. Most patients head straight to the ER well, they, they <laughs> to get never checked out. They've never that kind of feeling before, right. I can assume. Yeah, it is just totally debilitating, life-altering. You, It's difficult to move around. You often, nausea, vomiting sets in. I do usually recommend, if this is something that's never happened to you before, that you do go get checked out, whether you go see your primary care provider or go to the ER if necessary, because it can mimic bigger, badder things mm-hmm. like a, like a cerebellar stroke, something like that. So I, I I think it's always good to exercise a lot of caution if if it's the first time you've experienced vertigo. And like anything, you know, talk to your doctor. Never right. be hesitant to, to, to bring up a conversation right. with your medical professional and yeah. see where you need to go from right. there. Because yeah. as we found out through a lot of these podcasts, there's a therapy that can be beneficial to you. So that vertigo, essentially what you're saying is it can be the disorder itself or it 
it can be a symptom right. of something something larger. Exactly. So the BPPV will produce vertigo, but like like I said, there can be some more serious type of disorders that can cause vertigo as well. I mean, it could, could be like a stroke. It could be something more larger going on in the inner ear, like a tumor, something like that. So the easiest way to determine if this is a BPPV problem that's causing the vertigo is a quick test. And it's done at the bedside. So the test usually involves movement of the head in a certain way to bring on the vertigo symptoms. And when those symptoms come on, typically the patient shows nystagmus of the eyes. What's that mean? Well, nystagmus is an involuntary movement of the eyes. Oh, And at that same time, the patient will report feeling vertigo. Now, the vertigo should only last about one second to 60 seconds, typically. If it lasts much longer than that, then I don't usually consider it a positive test. I'm going to refer them on or back to their primary care provider. But if it falls into the the one to 60 seconds, then I will go ahead and treat them. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. That is very interesting. So the logic for that is you can make that crystal go somewhere. Right. And come back. Right. So what that's we're, what I was thinking. Can you bring the crystal back? Yes. Right. Yes. But come on home. Yeah. Come yeah. home. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Adam Sandler. Like, that's exactly what I was home. thinking. Yeah. Home. Go to your home. Go home. Yeah. 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 Well, so once we know that that crystal is a problem, it's floating in one of those semicircular canals, then there's a maneuver we can do to put that crystal back to where it's supposed to go. Like an adjustment go. or something? With you could think of it like an adjustment. Yeah, it's a series of certain movements okay. that you do to get that crystal back into the, the right compartment. See, that's amazing to me. Certain kind of movements or therapy can be done to, to set it straight. Yeah, so We call like, it choreography. I don't know. It's like take two lefts or right and your vertigo is back where it needs to be. Or, you know, you know, yeah. it's, it's pretty interesting. It's really amazing. Well, I have heard before that you somebody else from your department was talking about how you had a patient just come in and it must have been a known, obviously a diagnosed patient and they can relatively quickly, you can go through that movement pattern and correct it. I mean, right. is it, can it's it be amazing. that simple sometimes? Yeah, and patients think I'm some sort of wizard magician. <laughs> um, well, Dumbledore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, right. So usually after one treatment, the correction is made and wow. patients are good to go. Some patients, wow. and it just depends on how that crystal is floating in that semicircular canal, take a couple more treatments beyond okay. that. But I would say on average one to five sessions, then it then they're, they're feeling a lot better and they're not noticing any more symptoms. And typically the onset of vertigo, when it first happens, you have this huge debilitating response um, and that's that's those people who are in the, in the bed for a day or two, right. call in call into work. And then the brain's amazing because it can quickly learn that this isn't an appropriate response. Right. So I'm going to shut it down. And over time, it can shut that vertigo response down. So maybe at first, patients every time they move their head, they're getting they're these getting that feeling. huge yeah swirls. And then they notice, you know, last like, night I rolled over and it was just a second. It's like and a then reset it went away. in your brain. It's yes. actually amazing what your brain can do. Very accommodating. It, yes. Even my little brain can help at times. <laughs>
I have hope. Thank you, ladies. <laughs> that, that's pretty interesting to me because when you think, you know, you hear vertigo, you hear dizziness, you hear people talking about that. And like you brought up, you know, you feel off. Uh, you don't know what it is uh, until you look further. And, and it's amazing. There's options. There's things you can do to find out what's going on. So that after that maneuver, after you've done your initial remedy, then the people that have actually the vertigo condition, the lots of letters thing, they are prone to having that crystal dislodge again? Good question. So a study looked, followed patients about 10 years after their first episode and 50% of them had a reoccurrence Mm -hmm. of BPPV. So usually if a patient's established with me, I've already treated them once for it. I usually say, hey, if this happens to you again, and by that point, they know what it is. Yeah. Um, I said, give me a call. We'll get you back in as soon as possible. The unfortunate thing that happens with those patients where it's their first time is, say, they've made a trip to the ER. The ER says, oh, you have this this crystal problem. Follow up with your primary care provider. So then they follow up with their primary care provider. Primary care provider says, you need to go see a vestibular therapist. So we're two to three weeks down the road right. with, the, with what can be a pretty debilitating problem. So that's why I like to fast track those patients who have already, right. already been established with me. That's awesome. I, you know, the dizziness, you know, those, it doesn't seem like much, but when it, it, it involves everything you do, it can really become right. an issue. So that's right. now, is there a certain age group that if this affects more than others? Yeah. Middle, middle aged and older is is more common. Primary the ones. Yeah, you'll see it sometimes in in kids. That's usually more associated with head trauma. Okay. So things that can set you up for this BPB problem, um, head trauma. So you've actually the blunt force can dislodge a crystal and send it into that semicircular canal. Dental work, like if you've had a lot of drilling done, mm-hmm. can dislodge that inner mm. um, that crystal in that inner ear. I'm never going to a dentist again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I have a great dentist. I apologize. Other things that have been linked to it, um, dehydration, vitamin D deficiency. Okay. But most of the time, we have no idea what causes it. It It could be anatomical variations Mm -hmm. in people. Just like you have freckles on your skin, you have anatomical variation of your inner ear that makes you more susceptible to this problem. Your curve is more or less something. Right? right, the inner workings are more tight to the right or not. You know? right. Exactly. Um, yeah. exactly. I have too much crystal in my head. <laughs> Can you take some out? No. Uh, I, I've learned so much about this. It's, it's so. Is there anything anybody can do at home when they notice this starting to happen? Do you, do you, right. you know, should you go right to the medical professional and get the ball rolling, or, or should it best be left in the hands of the professionals? What do you, what do you say? Yeah, good question. So usually, like I said, by the time a patient sees me, it's maybe too. Two, three weeks down the road and nowadays we have this thing called google yeah. so what has happened <laughs> it is it can be not a good thing as right well. i'm pregnant <laughs> right <laughs> that's extreme that is that's extreme. extreme i'm sorry so they've they found out you know through maybe the er doc that they have a crystal problem okay potentially so they've googled it and they're trying to perform the maneuver on themselves on at home. Could that be more harmful than... It's generally just not successful. Okay, okay. Right? So uh, there's, you know, some some great resources out there, but you have to remember that's a provocation test, that, that laying back, and that's not comfortable. Right. So the ability to put yourself into that position is 
challenging. I can only and, imagine. Yeah, if you difficult to do to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah, that's pretty wild. So, wow. Interesting. So, the vestibular therapy umbrella then, vertigo is what it's for or vertigo is the most prevalent condition you treat? Like, does vestibular therapy also, is that helpful to my off-balance kiddo or my migrained mom? Like, what, is there other applications of this specific type of therapy? Yeah. So, an, an umbrella term for people who have just kind of generalized vestibular problems, so balance issues, that feeling of feeling off, um, is called a hypofunctioning vestibular system. So it just means that vestibular system has gotten lazy. Its job is to get information from and give information to other sensory organs in our body. So there's three big systems that work together to give us balance, our eyes, help give us balance, our vestibular system, and then receptors in our joints that tell our Mm. brain how we're moving. Okay. So if those three systems aren't working together, it's going to produce an error signal. It could be feeling kind of nauseous. It could be um, feeling unbalanced. It could be I'm having difficulty bending over and unloading the dishwasher. When I stand up, I get really dizzy. Okay. Falls. So many things. And so those types of things can be treated. Right. Yes. It's really a comprehensive program because we're really addressing all three of those systems together Together and trying to get them to work in harmony. Again, the best example to look at when this isn't working well is seasickness. So if you're below deck and you are feeling the sway of the boat side to side, so those joints are telling your brain, hey, I'm moving. Got it. Right. But that wall in front of you is not getting any closer. So, hey, wait a minute. My vision is saying I'm not moving. So vestibular system, what do you think's going on? And if it can't make that decision to f- and figure out what's really going on, then you're going to feel sick and you're going to have that seasickness feeling because the brain just cannot Oof. figure out what's happening. Hmm. So that just makes me sick to my stomach thinking about it. <laughs> really? You know, just kind of swaying and kind of dizzy. I, I don't know. It makes me It makes me think, you know, we have, we have three guys, right? We're pulling the audience. And if, yes. and if everybody can vote alike, mm-hmm. right, then we're going to feel okay. Yeah. I mean, is, is right. that what's happening there? Right. The vestibular system's the tiebreaker. Or Wow. Yeah. Well, I yeah. wish they would all get along better, you know? <laughs> I thought Kevin was going to turn it into a punchline. You know, the the three systems walk into a bar. That's yeah. where I thought this was going. So, but really, I mean, it's it's practical. Barber tibular. Ap- it's, it's practical application of a super scientific thing that helps yes. us understand it. Right. So, exactly. you know, it's, it's. That that makes a lot of sense. If those three guys, let's call them, you know, aren't getting their ducks in a row, which mm-hmm. is another bad pun, but really, it it makes sense that that that's the necessary the necessary components to have it remedied. I guess. Yes. Yeah. So Best, interesting. Vestibular therapy, something I'd n- I've never heard. So uh, another learning segment here on uh, Valley Health Check. Uh, anything else you guys want to wrap up with with this before I get dizzy? What I think is like the coolest thing about this is the immediacy of the treatment. There's yeah. so few yeah. things yeah. that you get that kind of response. Right. Yeah. And maybe some of 
some of my ego comes into play here because I feel so fulfilled after helping these people. Because therapy is the long game for any other condition with Parkinson's disease, with a knee replacement, with back pain. You know, a lot of times it takes a long time to see benefit. So with this treatment, you see immediate benefit. Which is rewarding for you and very happy for the person that's uh, been dealing with it. So that's great. Well, uh, thank you so much, uh, Annie. We appreciate you talking to us about this. And and these are the kind of podcasts we have here uh, for Valley Health Check with Horizon Health. So we learned a little bit about vertigo, the dizziness, vestibular therapy. So that is awesome. Uh, Thank you guys so much, Aaron. Thanks for bringing yet again some wonderful professionals in here to uh, teach us about these things. Uh, Of course, you can always go to myhorizonhealth.org to learn about these professionals and those folks and continue to come back here to mymixfm.com to find out all these great segments to be so helpful. Aaron, ladies, thank you. Thanks for having us.